The Dow hit a record high. Steady. The economy. Oh, we got your back, Jack. Make a great plan, man. Oh, real McCoy, Troy. Our three cents for free. The options to pick, Nick. You need to discuss much. You got the key, KC, in exit strategy. Welcome to our three cents. It's a uh, Hensler Financial spinoff from our radio show, uh, Money Talks. And uh, I'm Troy Harmon. I'm here today with Nick Antonucci and Casey Smith. And uh, how are y'all guys? Good, Troy. Um, yeah, excited for our, for our first ever guest on the show. Yeah, we do first have a live guest. guest. Live guest, Jim that's Crum. true, Jim. <laughs> I, 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 I include say, Jim as one of us. Yeah, though. that's true. Yeah, that's y'all true. haven't this checked is my our pulse first lately. outside guest. <laughs> you said live guest. I mean, right? Well, uh, you're not a guest. Yeah, okay. And I'm also well, not We're going to treat you like family, Oh, which is not good for you. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I'll start acting like family, which is not good for you. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right. Uh, we do have with us Reese Sanford, who is a CFA, 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 CFA charter holder. Man, I'm struggling. C- what is a CFA is what you get to claim when you're a CFA and a CPA, I think. It's the combined oh, designation. Oh, thanks, Nick, for clarifying my thing. I just created that, but yeah. trademark. Right. That'll Greek be $400 uh, yes. a yeah. month yeah. for your designation. <laughs> so, yeah, send your dues to me. <laughs> uh, Reese is a vice president uh, with uh, South State Bank. Uh, in their Small Business Administration Relationship Management. So, uh, Reese, um, we got you on here. It's good. We, we talk a lot about uh, how business owners, uh, it, we see it way too often that they're kind of uh, nervous about adding debt. We look at debt as a tool. We encourage folks to, uh, to use it because it can benefit them. A little bit of leverage in a business doesn't hurt a thing. Uh, too much leverage in a business, and you don't even want to talk to them as a banker, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but and, and and I think one other consideration is a lot of them to talk about passing on the business to you know whether it be um, another employee or a generational transfer. Yeah. Um, but how do you how do you finance something like that? Or if you're going exactly. to acquire yeah. a business, how do you finance something like that? Exactly. And, yeah. So it it ties in with a conversation that we always have you know business valuation exit planning uh reese basically what we want to know from you is um uh when it comes to a small business loan uh how does it work and you know are are there any things that somebody needs to know so uh you know i think probably the best way to get into this is somebody comes to you and uh wants to to get a loan what are some of the things that they need to know initially? I know you're not going to be able to make a loan on 100% of the value. Uh, there are some constraints, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, thank you guys for having me on the show. It's a pleasure yeah. to join you today. Um, and, and, you know, to your earlier point about taking on debt, you know, that is something that people are going to be apprehensive about. But what I try to remind them is that that in a business context, this is just a source of capital. Right. Oftentimes, debt is cheaper capital than equity. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. So I, w- I would mention that if that comes up in the first conversation. Uh, but typically in a business acquisition financing situation, what I'm going to be looking at in that first conversation is I have to approve a buyer and a seller effectively. Okay. You know, the buyer, you want to see if they have good management experience you want to see um what their personal net worth is like those are the factors you're looking at to 
approve a buyer. But then on the seller's context, you want to look at the history of the business. Is this an established business? You want to look at its cash flows. Can the cash existing cash flows of the business support the proposed debt? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about cash flow because I know that that's um, oftentimes what we see is the businesses that we deal with at, at Hensler. You know, it's not they're not capital intensive businesses. Most of the value is is goodwill. So how do you, how do you handle that kind of thing? Absolutely. Um, well, I think the SBA is the perfect vehicle to financing goodwill. Um, the SBA, you're capped out at a $5 million loan. Um, but SBA is a collateral lender, not a, or excuse me, SBA is a cash flow lender, not a collateral lender. Not Which is good. what you'd get with a traditional bank loan. Yes. So you tip, if you go and get a traditional bank loan, the bank is going to be looking at what's the collateral. Right. Do you, yeah. do what we, can we attach to, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, do we, can we take a lien on commercial real estate if we have um, a loan that's seventy five percent of the appraised value of the commercial real estate? We're probably going to be in good shape to make the loan. Um, now, if you don't have hard collateral to offer, uh, you're probably not going to get many offers from a traditional bank. And that's where the U.S. Small Business Administration and its partnership with private banks comes into play. Right. Now, um, a little more granular as far as cash flow goes. So you're looking at the, the historic um, performance of the business itself. Mm-hmm. And what is uh, what is about to be passed along, right? It's not you're not digging into the assets. Just to just to clarify a little more. Sure. So we're going to look at the various components of the purchase price. You know, there might be some commercial real estate involved. We'll look at that. Uh, we'll look at the FF and E furniture, fixtures, and equipment. Right. Maybe there's some machinery and equipment. But the big thing in an SBA transaction that you're probably looking at is the book of business, the cash flow, the goodwill. Yeah. And that's what you're not going to find traditional bank financing for. And that's how the SBA fills a gap. Yeah. Sounds a lot like business valuation engagements you and I do, Nick, uh, wherein we go in and look at an income-based valuation. Uh, there is a valuation component in an SBA loan too, right? Correct, Troy. Um, so what we will have to see in order for it to be an eligible transaction with the SBA is that a third-party business valuation backs up the purchase price. Um, if it's goodwill of 350 or above, it has to be an outside business appraisal. If it's less, then the bank can do an in-house business appraisal. Okay, so you have the wherewithal to take care of that. Yes. And uh, the outside, we're talking a third party. Now, would a would a uh, person looking to purchase a business or to get an SBA loan have to show up with their own business valuation? How does that piece work? Sure. So that is helpful. That gives us an idea that a professional has said that it has this value, and we know that um, the buyer and seller just haven't picked a pie-in-the-sky number that's not feasible based on the historical performance. Yeah, that never happens. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so it's helpful, but oftentimes we are going to run into a challenge of that because we'll have to have someone that's approved by the bank to do the business valuation. There are some instances where we can have a one-off agreement with the business appraiser to have that assigned to the bank. 
Um, but if we can't reach that agreement, then ultimately we'll have to order our own business valuation. And that just kind of doubles the cost for the buyer. Yeah, you mentioned costs. Let's get into the costs. So you, we already have identified there's a business valuation potentially involved mm-hmm. unless the business or the loan is less than $350,000, right? Yeah. What else are we looking to pay? So what you'd be looking at in the business valuation, it's going to depend on how complex the business is that you're selling. Um, You know, if if you're talking like a Jimmy John's franchise, that's not an incredibly complex business. Probably for a single location, the business appraisal is going to be about $1,750. Okay. Um, Now, I have recently had some more complex uh, acquisitions completed. you know, if you're talking like a pretty large commercial electrician or some service-based business like that, where it's a seven-figure purchase price, you're probably going to be looking at more like $3,500, $4,000. So it really depends on the complexity of the business and the components of the sale. If it's just straight up book of business, um, that's a little more simplistic than a seller that's selling commercial real estate, heavy equipment, and a book of business in one transaction. I got you. Now, are those fees involved, I'm sure? Yes. So there are a number of fees in SBA lending. Um, I I can tell you that most of my clients, when we start going through the list of fees, they're going to have a little bit of sticker shock. So I always like to preface that conversation with, we are going to finance the fees for you. but what you could expect is you're going to have to pay a packaging fee to the bank. Um, it will be no more than $2,500, and it is compensating us for the time we spend in taking your application to the U.S. Small Business Administration. Okay. Um, from there, uh, you, we'll, you'll have to pay attorney's fees. Um, you'll have to pay for the bank's legal counsel and closing the SBA loan. Um it is often recommended in a business acquisition that you get your own counsel to represent you in the transaction. So that's another layer of attorney's fees. We already mentioned the business valuation. You'll have to pay that. And depending on the collateral, if there's real estate, there could be a number of real estate-related due diligence costs. I see. Well, I think it's important to point out, too, is that this isn't unique to just SBA-type lending. If you're going to go the traditional bank financing route, you're going to pay uh, pretty comparable fees, I would suspect, right? Yes, you're absolutely correct, Nick. Um, you know, getting a commercial loan of any type is going to be expensive. Um, it's kind of like uh, first time you ever go to buy a home, right? Yeah. You, you see, you're like, oh, I'm buying a home for $400,000. And then when, you know, it gets down to the nuts and bolts of it, you see all these fees and yeah. you know, what, what, what? Is, what is a closing what? cost? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you know, kind of going with similar expectations, I would yeah. say. And those fees, did you say, can or cannot be rolled into the loan itself? They will be rolled into the loan. Um, so, you know, if you're getting a 10-year loan and your closing costs are 25000 just just consider that it's really being amortized over the 10-year term of the note. Okay. And that's different than a regular commercial bank, right? It, it depends on the bank and its policies. Some banks will finance closing costs. A lot of banks want you to pay out of pocket, but it yeah. really depends on the bank. But uh, the term, is it similar to the 10 years? Yes. So one of the big benefits of getting an SBA loan is longer terms. If you were doing a business acquisition loan, one of the challenges you would uh, face in getting a traditional bank loan is how do you collateralize it? Because a book of business, we call it in our industry, airball, 
we're essentially financing blue sky. Yeah. Um, if the business goes down, we have no hard collateral. So that's why oftentimes business acquisition deals are going to be precluded from traditional bank financing. Gotcha. Um, but with SBA, you can do that. If you could theoretically have the personal assets to collateralize it and get a conventional bank loan, you're probably looking at a three to five year term. Uh, but with SBA, it's a 10 year term. So are interest rates higher, lower? Is that very? The interest rates are going to be higher with SBA uh, because if you think about it, the risk is higher. Yeah, sure. sure. And typically what you're going to be looking at on an SBA deals, it's going to be a loan based off Wall Street Journal Prime. Um, you're probably going to have a spread of about two to 275 basis points above prime. Oh, okay. So that's higher than what you could get if you were credit worthy for a traditional bank loan. But in the grand scheme of history, it's it's pretty good rate. Yeah, and then yeah. longer term. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Double double the term. Right. Yeah. So, uh, can you maybe bullet point anything else that uh, might be a benefit to the SBA lending uh, facility relative to just a conventional bank loan? Absolutely. There there are a lot of benefits. You know, the the main one is going to be that SBA is a cash flow lender, not a collateral lender. So SBA might be the only way for you to get the transaction done if you lack business collateral. Um, we've already hit the terms are longer, but also the down payments are lower. Um, you know, let's say you hypothetically could finance a business acquisition conventionally. The bank's probably going to want 35% down. In SBA, it's uh, going to be between 10 and 20%. Yeah, big difference. So that's going to help you protect your liquidity, or in some people's circumstances, it makes the acquisition attainable. Right. right. So that, that's the big benefit. Oftentimes, it's the only way to get it done. Um, also, with traditional bank loans, you're dealing with balloon payments, and SBA loans never balloon. No balloon. All right. So 10-year uh, amortization paid off in full within that 10-year span. Well, a lot of times we're, we're dealing with the seller in the transaction as opposed to the buyer. Um, and so maybe if you could just highlight a few a few benefits to the seller of getting a loan rather than, you know, seller financing and, and going that route. Sure. Sure. So um, I'll give you an example of a real life business I've been talking to um, on the seller side. Mm -hmm. um, I have a lady that um, owns a laundromat and she leases the facility. So basically her assets she's selling, she doesn't own the real estate, her assets, the cash flow, the laundromat, and then, you know, really the laundry equipment right. is fully depreciated. So right. she's yeah. just selling the cash flow. Yeah. Um, before she came to me, she was talking about seller financing the transaction to the tune of $500,000. And I mentioned to her, I was like, think of the stress you're going to be under because you're not out from under this business. You've just become the bank right. and you have no collateral yeah. because if they run your business into the ground, what is there to, what is there to, to pick up? Yeah, you, Nothing. you take back the name, but you're building it back, and you're basically at startup again. Right, sure. Yeah. So it, the seller has a major advantage in that they are not going to have to sell or finance 100% of the transaction. Yeah. Um, you're going to get a lump sum at closing. We do typically like to see the seller finance about 10%. I would say our average business acquisition is 10% down from the buyer, 10% from the seller and a seller note. And then the bank does 80% financing. So the seller is participating to some extent. Yeah. But 
they're still walking away with uh, 90% of the purchase price of closing. Yeah, that's yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. It takes then, a lot of the risk away. Yeah, yeah we talked about we've talked on previous shows about some of the benefits of getting that cash in hand up front. Oh, um, yeah. Which, you know, this this does allow for that to happen and, you know, still participating some in the in the interest from the, the note, but for the most part, you're, you're taking – you're taking your toys and, and going home. Right. <laughs> your marbles and going, no doubt. Uh, Reese Sanford again with uh, South State Bank. Reese, tell us how we could get in touch with you if, if uh, somebody listening wanted to Absolutely. contact you. Absolutely. Um, you can reach me on my cell phone at 706-669-9328. That doubles as my business number. Okay. Or you could reach me at my bank email, which is Reese, R-E-E-C-E, dot sanford s-a-n-f-o-r-d at southstatebank.com all right well we uh, appreciate you coming on is there anything else that you would add to uh, what we've already discussed i would just add um you know give sba some consideration it's not an incredibly known program uh, but after paycheck protection program and the cares act um, the name has got out there more, but yeah. uh, business acquisitions is something you can specifically do with SBA that you probably can't do otherwise. Yeah, I, I think it's got a reputation for a lot of paperwork. Is that probably so? It's it's a government program, but, you know, like uh, I tell a lot of my customers who are concerned about red tape and paperwork, if you want to have a dance, you got to pay the band. Yeah, and oftentimes right. this sure. is the only band that will play your song. There you go. All right. Well, again, thank you, Reese Sanford, and thank you all for listening to Our Three Cents. You just need to commence, gents. Make a great plan, man. A real McCoy and Troy. Our Three Cents for free. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.